This is a WTOP original podcast. Welcome to another episode of The Vine Guy, a WTOP news podcast. I'm your host, Scott Greenberg, and today is a special edition of The Vine Guy. As we are getting ready to celebrate Thanksgiving, I have Elise Genderson, a fourth generation owner of Schneiders of Capitol Hill, which is just turned 70 years old here in Washington, D.C. Please drink in this episode with Elise Genderson. Hi, Elise. Hi, Scott. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm so excited that you're here. I, you know, I, we have known each other. Well, I've known you a very long time. You've known me as an adult since you've been an adult, but I mean, I've known you since you were a peanut. Uh, <laughs> I'm just so excited to see your, uh, you, you know, how you've just grown into this amazing young woman and just so proud of everything you're doing at Schneider's of Capitol Hill. Uh, and particularly since one, it's 70 years old and two, you're the first woman in your family to be, uh, you know, working at the shop and fourth generation is kind of cool. Thank you so much. Wow. <laughs> That's a lot, but I'm so thrilled to be continuing on the legacy that my great grandfather and my grandfather started at Schneider's in 1949, um, it's it's a big honor. It's a big shoes to fill, but I'm really excited to keep moving forward and increasing our growth at the store and uh, keeping our generations of customers, of loyal customers, happy with exciting wine recommendations. Right. So, you know, uh, in, and you had mentioned that even just today in, in the Washington Post today, there's actually kind of a little bit of a history lesson of Schneider's at Capitol Hill. Can you spend a few minutes on the backstory of Schneider's? Sure. Um, so Schneider's... The store as we know it today in the same spot at 300 Massachusetts Avenue Northeast uh, has been there for 70 years since 1949, uh, started by Max Schneider, my great-grandfather, and my grandfather, Abe Genderson. Um, and the, the before that, uh, Abe, who's actually now 100 years old and, <laughs> and still doing great, his parents actually ran a bar uh, until Prohibition happened just nearby, about a block away in a row house. So that was actually mentioned in uh, the Washington Post today. So it started, and I think it was Reuben. That's Reuben. Yeah, so Reuben Gunderson, right, then had a son, Abe. And then Abe went into business with his father-in-law. With his father-in-law, Max Schneider. Max Schneider. And mm -hmm. to this day, it's still called Schneider's of Capitol Hill. Everybody loves that place. I was just actually at a, a wine dinner last night and somebody said, uh, oh, well, where do you buy your wine? I'm like, you know, you don't really want to say because, you know, as a what I would consider as a wine personality, you want to kind of spread the love and talk about a bunch of different shops and, and, and also uh, direct to consumer is, is an option now for a lot of people who collect wine. But I just said, well, what part of town do you live in? She said, well, I live up on Capitol Hill. I was like, Okay, I could <laughs> let me tell you about Schneider's at Capitol Hill. She goes, "Oh my God, thank I love you. that place. I'm in there all the time." So, you know, I didn't get you a new customer, but you know, it well, was... thank you. And we, you know, we try. We spend the same amount of time with customers who are buying first growths as young students coming in who need a recommendation right. for just a great red that's ten bucks to drink with takeout tonight. Right, because you never know where those <laughs> young students. You know, develop into. And I mean, we all love to talk about wine all day, so it's rewarding for for my team as well. I cannot tell you how many times I've actually been in the store when somebody's come up to me and asked me for a wine recommendation. 
like I work there. And, <laughs> and of course, actually, rather than turn them over to somebody else, I actually help them. <laughs> you know your stuff. You need a part-time job. <laughs> That's right. You know, um, so funny you should mention that. Molly Battenhouse, who was in here a couple of weeks ago, she's a master of wine. She said, if you really ever want to learn, truly, genuinely want to learn about wine, work in a wine shop. I agree with that. You can see all of the labels. You can taste. You meet so many winemakers uh, and suppliers in this industry that it's an amazing way to to really dive in and learn about wine. I think that's awesome. And and as a younger person, and the again fourth generation coming into Schneider's, you kind of are reinventing Schneider's. You're not just resting on the laurels of a seventy year old venerable wine shop. You've kind of got a few new tricks up your sleeve and I know one of them is pretty cool it's a this new I think it's a new delivery app it's a delivery app so if you go to your app store and search Schneiders of Capitol Hill you'll find an amazing platform there with recommendations and a really easy way to pick uh, wines or spirits or beer and have it delivered. And we're offering amazing promotions for first-time customers on the you app. Could really, you could get, I could get wine. Well, I, I live in Maryland. It's probably, yeah, trickier. But Not you. This you, is for D.C. residents. <laughs> D.C. Yeah. residents. Mm-hmm. Okay. They, they have an app on their phone. Mm-hmm. And they just click. Just, and, it's so easy. It's just like online shopping. But we've made it even easier because all of our top recommendations are front and center. And under themes, under pairings. So it's super easy to find great wines to fit within your budget and have them delivered right to your door. Okay, that's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah, that's like a, that's like a next gen thing for a wine shop. Yeah, Are you guys the only ones doing that in town as an independent wine shop. I haven't seen anybody else doing it. For the app, I think I'm not sure of any other stores doing that, but I think it's it's great. There's so many new amazing condos coming in in the neighborhood and right. on yeah. H Street, and we want to reach all the new young people coming in and make it really easy for them to explore great wines. Okay, um, you know one of the other things that's really kind of cool. Is, is D.C. has really become kind of a foodie and a younger person, a foodie town and a younger person's town. And I think that this is kind of an awesome opportunity to do that. And you also have something else that you just recently, I don't know if it's recently developed, I just learned about it today, is the Wine Club. The Wine Club is a brand new initiative that we're starting. It's a wine concierge service. So you can pick between a six-bottle package or a three-bottle package. We will deliver it to your door each month. Uh, and the wines are hand-selected by myself and our wine uh, staff. And we focus on a different theme each month, a different region, a different grape variety. They're seasonal. They're delicious. And it takes all the guesswork out of your wine buying. All you have to, We just bring it to your door every single month. But Elise, what, I, I want to come in and see you. I mean, oh, well, we're there. Okay. Come in and I have see to say, us. Part, part of the wonderful joy <laughs> of shopping at Schneider's is being at Schneider's because, you know, you have to wear a neck brace, of course, because I don't know how <laughs> tall those ceilings are in, in the uh, townhouse. But, you know, you could actually get a crick in your neck looking up and up and up we and up. We have a lot of wine. You have a lot of wine. How many <laughs> shelves? I'm just curious. How, is it is it six bottles high, eight bottles? It's up there. It's up there. It's up there. We uh, pack a lot of amazing wine into a very small space. <laughs> right. You know, and, and it's we, not unusual to have three or four people crowded into an aisle saying, sorry, excuse me, sorry. You know. But it's all family. We're all friends, so it works. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. And if you're ever in there, just uh, ask for Elise and just say, hey, I heard you on the podcast and uh, interested in uh, trying something because you're really good about it. As a matter of fact, that's how I kind of got hooked. 
from you know, your dad the first time I met him many, many years ago, uh, the first time I walked in. He's like, so what are you interested in? And I was like, oh, you know, I don't really know. I'm kind of thinking, he's like, hey, you want to try something really cool? And he just, he, he pulled a bottle of, um, actually it was Saddleback. It was a Saddleback cab. Uh, pulled it off the shelf and he goes, this, there's this crazy guy out in Napa, thinks he's a Swedish cowboy, but he's making some pretty good juice. And he just opened it up for me and said, let's let's try it together. And that's the best way to learn, right? You have right. to taste. You have to to just try new things and keep an open mind. And you never know what kind of gems you'll find. Yeah, I love to open wine for customers in the store. Yeah, but that never had happened to me before. Oh. He was the first. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then I ended up actually meeting that Swedish cowboy, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Niels Van Hey, who was actually very, very famous for making one of the um, first, I believe it was, I believe, it was the 1985 Groth Reserve, if I've got oh, wow. that correct. And it was the first domestic wine to earn 100 points by Parker. And wow. I believe, I'm pretty sure I want to fact check it later, but Niels Van Hey made that wine. So, you know, it was kind of a, a cool little introduction to him. He's a nice guy. Yeah. And oh, great. Really interesting. So as I may be mentioned in the uh, opening um, uh, statement, uh, we're here really. Uh, it's a perfect special episode. Was a special episode with Thanksgiving right around the corner. The reason I invited you in today was not necessarily commercial Schneiders, although I am very proud of the seventy-year history and all the cool things that you're doing there, being fourth generation, first female. Um, but to talk about Thanksgiving wines, it's that time of year. It is, and it's such a challenge because of the plethora, plethora. I can say plethora of things on the table, right? So you got cranberries and, and you got sweet potatoes, you got the turkey, you got stuffing, stuffing, all of the competing elements on the yeah. table. And and then of course, if you have a lot of guests, you have competing palates Absolutely. around the table. So it's to me, Thanksgiving is the toughest wine pairing dinner. And that's why I like to cheat. And I like to pour small servings of many different wines for my cool. guests. Because that way you can have wine that pairs with the salad and the greens. And then you have wine that pairs with the turkey, which is, of course, the star. Right. And wine to go with the cranberries and everything. So I kind of like to give people a, a taste of a lot of a few different wines. So we do the same thing. We yeah. drop, we'll drop a half a dozen bottles on the table. Exactly. And, and then let people kind of pick and choose what they want to drink with either what course or what they've got on their plate. And uh, uh, so I think that's just the way to go, personally. Mm -hmm. But you have some recommendations. We're going to give a few recommendations. Then we're going to try a couple, which I think will be fun, and talk about what we think, why those wines will work with Thanksgiving. But mm -hmm. give, me, give me your recommendations, at least a few of the ones um, before we start tasting the ones you brought. Sure. So to start with the whites, one of my favorites for turkey is Chardonnay. But a Chardonnay that the oak treatment is really even-handed and balanced, right. and it's not so buttery and so rich. Right. So my favorite Chardonnay that fits that description is actually our private label called Barrique Cellars. Okay. Our Chardonnay is from Sonoma. It is really mineral-driven. It's got beautiful aromatics uh, of just that lemon-apple pear, just delicate, delicate flavors that really complements uh, the your turkey. Definitely light meat especially. Just really, really elegant and fresh Chardonnay. And so does it, I mean, does it have like apple or pear or nectarine? Like is it uh, that or tropical? What, more, what direction is more it? More classic, more Burgundian, lemon, okay. apple, pear with that precise minerality and Ooh. really good acidity. So yeah. it's not never flabby, just really, really crisp and precise. Yeah, because Chardonnay. turkey can be kind of a boring 
thing yes. to eat. You need the acidity. You need the acidity. Yeah. You need something to kind of wake it up a little bit. For sure. Right? And right, let's be honest, we're putting a lot of cranberry sauce on that turkey too. <laughs> and gravy. I am. And I, gravy. I put a lot of gravy on my turkey. <laughs> Which is, yes, I, I love yeah, that. I so. agree. Um, another really great white wine yes. that I love, which is really obscure, is actually called Necetta, and it's from the Langhe region in Piedmont in Italy, and it's an ancient Italian grape variety that almost went extinct, um, but was brought back by the Vietti family. It's incredibly aromatic. Think Sauvignon Blanc, but on steroids. It really? is... So bright. A lot of acidity, then. A lot of acidity. Yeah. Um, amazing citrus grapefruit and lime zest and uh, orange. It's really, really delicious. And what's it called again? Necetta. Necetta. And this one is made by a winery that we've been importing for more than 10 years called Casina Adelaide. And their wines are spectacular. They're known for amazing Barolos. And this was just a fun project that they happened to kind of stumble into. They make very little of this white wine, but it is spectacular. Wonderful. And, and it's and only 20 bucks. Only 20 bucks. And what year would that be? It's or the what's the current year? 16. Vintage. 16, 2016. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. And 20 bucks. Yeah. So not, you know. Not terrible. You could afford to buy two. <laughs> you can definitely, you might want a case. It's amazing wine. And you'll impress all of your friends with this obscure <laughs> grape variety. Yeah. Now, I know that we had all, um, talked a little bit about Viognier because I think we share a love of Viognier. Absolutely. Is that true? Absolutely. Because I adore Viognier. And Viognier sort of gets sometimes a bad rap some, from some psalms. I know that some psalms like And that's poo-poo sad. Viognier. It is yeah. sad. And that's sad. And there's one especially that I think is another great choice for Thanksgiving that's made by Carol Shelton, and it's called the Wild Thing Viognier. Oh, I like it. The Wild Thing. <laughs> and it's an amazing price. It's fifteen. It's fifteen dollars. An amazing price, uh, and it's a beautiful Viognier that has a lot of honeyed character. So it's a little oh, bit like richer, that. a little bit nutty, uh, even though it's youthful, and that rich honey, nutty character balanced by white flowers and really nice acidity. So it's, ne- again, never flabby. And it's a beautiful, beautiful wine. Wow. So rich, honeyed, and nutty. Sounds like a, a friend of mine. I know. <laughs> I'm just saying. And that's how 15 bucks? $15. 2017? Yep. I'm sorry. What wine region is that from? Oh, it's California. Okay. And I think it's Dry Creek. Oh, I didn't know Dry Creek was doing Viognier's. That's kind of cool. Made by Carol Shelton. It's amazing Viognier. All right, cool. So we talked about, let's see, we talked about Viognier. Mm -hmm. Uh, We talked about the, what was the variety from Italy? Necetta. Necetta. Thank you, the Necetta. Very cool. And then, um, of course, the Chardonnay, the Barrique. Mm -hmm. So if we wanted to slide into the reds, what are we thinking about? So I brought two reds today to taste. These represent some of my favorite wines in the store. The first one is Westmar. It's the 2014 Russian River Pinot Noir. Oh, cool. And it's single vineyard. It's from the Ullman Vineyard. The Ullman Vineyard. Mm-hmm, in Russian River. And yeah. Westmar is a small garagiste-style winery in Russian River. Their Pinots are amazing. They offer just the perfect combination of fruit, alcohol, acidity, and tannin. It is totally balanced. Oh, it smells so good. It, it's incredibly aromatic. It really is. I mean, 
that tart cherry you can just I'm getting just like burst. a cinnamon and clove in that nose too. Definitely. You know, I I think this would just be rocking with cranberries. It's perfect yeah, for that. Right? You know, it's you put perfect. the cranberries on your turkey, you got a wine to talk about. It's true. There's a uh, like a little bit of candied nature and just really soft, soft tannins too. A little bit of orange, some tea leaf notes and honeysuckle. And what year is this? 14. And the 14 still available? Still available. We have a good amount of it. We have the 15s as well, but the 14s are just singing right now. Oh They're my gosh, that is amazing. just a beautiful wine. Yeah, it mm. really is. And mm. super small winery, uh, it's a husband and wife team, Denise Mary Salem. She's actually the daughter of Ed Salem of William Salem Winery. Oh, wow. And very famous. Very famous. And she makes wine in the same style, uh, just very small production. Her and her husband have no employees at all. They do everything You're themselves, kidding. including hand labeling all the bottles, including packing and shipping everything themselves. They really do an amazing job. They only make about a thousand cases. So I got to, you know, being a little nosy, how much is this? Okay, so this is fifty nine ninety nine. This is what I would kind of consider um, more than a boutique wine. I would kind of consider this a um, an, a labor of love. It is a labor of love, and they're amazing, amazing people, and they just pour their heart into this wine, and it shows mm. in your glass mm. because mm. it is delicious, and you just it's so easy to finish a bottle of this. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> Spoken from experience. Which, which my husband and I do often because it's this is, delicious. Well, you know what? I mean, why wait for Thanksgiving for this wine? <laughs> I, this is just a delicious wine. I'm really getting so great acidity in it. And the fruit is great. A lot of, you know, getting a little bit of raspberry. And maybe just because I said cranberry, I'm, I'm imagining that. But I'm getting cranberry in this. Absolutely. Um, just a, um, uh, but I like the balance. It's all about balance. And I also think... Their wines really express an old world sensibility. They're Burgundian. I mean, they're not these like over the top Russian River styles right. that you find. Yeah, it is they're not. balanced, they're yeah. elegant, they're feminine. Again, I think women winemakers tend uh -huh. to show some restraint in their winemaking. A little bit of a generalization, but I think it comes I have through. a theory about that. Oh yeah? Yeah. I think women winemakers, because by by you know, nature, they nurture, mm -hmm. right? So I, I think that women winemakers, first of all, generally have better palates. I than, agree. Than <laughs> and I also think that um, women winemakers are patient. They're willing to let the wine express, come out and express. And I do think, and not that I think that women winemakers have cornered the market on making a feminine style wine or an elegant wine, but I do think that women winemakers have a tendency to be more nurturing in making wine. Letting yeah. the wine speak for itself. Right. Minimal uh, intervention. Minimal intervention mm -hmm. and just, you know, kind of like raising children. You just want to see, you know, they're, they're, every vintage comes hardwired. Mm -hmm. And you just want to see what happens. I agree. I agree. And I think Denise just makes this it's just beautiful wine. Cool. Yeah. All right. What else did you bring in that's a turkey wine here? Another wine made by a woman, woman-owned winery and woman winemaker from Carol Shelton. Okay. So for red wines, I really love... Uh, Wait, the same Carol Shelton that makes the Viognier? That makes the Viognier, Okay. Yeah. So she makes the wild thing Viognier. Mm -hmm. And she makes this Zinfandel as well. And I think Zinfandel is just a great wine for Thanksgiving. Uh, it's going to pair with all of the traditional sides that we talked about. Um, with that cinnamon flavor and nutmeg and just a little bit of jamminess. So wow, you know, on the nose, well. all I can think of is a zing. 
There's just oh, a yeah. lot of zing. Yeah. In that. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I love this one. I, so this is her Rocky Reserves Infidel. What year? What's this the vintage? is 2016. Okay. So it's from the Rock Pile AVA in Sonoma. Um, and the name Rocky is, it's the Rocky Reserves Inn, and the name comes from the deep red rocky soils of this vineyard. It's called the Florence Vineyard. It's 1,400 feet above Lake Sonoma and Dry Creek. And it's, I, I think it's a more restrained style of Zinn mm. that you find now. And you can age this for five plus years wow. in your cellar. I mean, more, 10 years even. And it's just packed with these fragrant black and blueberry notes. I think it's awesome. This is beautiful. Mm-hmm. I mean, I you know, folks, don't wait for Thanksgiving to try this one either. This is, I, I love this wine because it's not super jammy. No. Like, um, you know, kind of an... A super or over alcohol, a lot of zins can kind of get out of balance this pretty quickly, a, and a they get balance. a lot of alcohol, and they become almost super sweet from the alcohol and the ripe fruit. This is, um, do you, I, I don't know, do you know what the alcohol is on this? Just out of, just kind of curious as the uh, bottle might, you know, say we've got the bottle here in the studio, and we're looking. Fourteen point eight. Oh my gosh! So it's high, but it doesn't taste. No, but hot. it doesn't tilt like uh, like most zins are tilting over fifteen, right? You know, so no, or sometimes true. even piercing sixteen. Mm-hmm. This is a, a fairly moderate alcohol level for a Zinfandel. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I think one of the nice things is it's bringing a lot of balance to the party. And yeah, yeah you're still getting that nice, I would say, uh, good fruit, a little slight, you know, some jamminess to it. But I'm not finding this wine to be over extracted in any way or you know, so fruit forward that it's distracting. I agree. And that's my kind of problem with a lot of California Zins. <laughs> but this one is so restrained while still being incredibly mm. pronounced and lush and really rich. It has that spicy, chocolatey, oh, yeah. oaky character. Um, just super plush. It's a beautiful wine. So I know that you are the the expert in the room here, and I know that you brought this in about talking about Thanksgiving, but I actually think if there was a chocolate dessert on oh, the yeah. table, that this would be the OMG wine of the night. Uh, it could to, work. Some dark chocolate with dark maybe a little chocolate. sea salt. That oh, could work. Yeah. Like a dark chocolate grenache with a little sea salt mm-hmm. on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's go. Okay. All right. <laughs> I love it. Put a cork in there. We're gonna we're gonna find a bakery. Absolutely. <laughs> that'll let us drink. And Carol Shelton too. She, the winemaker and the owner of the winery, she is a true pioneer. She was one of the first women at UC Davis in her class in '78. What? Uh, yeah. She oh wow! Is, so she's, she's amazing. She, yeah. She's been in the industry for a really long time. Um, just such a talented winemaker. And she started uh, this winery, her own label, with her husband in, in 2000. And they've just been, they focus on single vineyards in Findel. Their range is outstanding. I know we, we hadn't talked about this, and I'm going to maybe throw you for a little bit of a loop. But Cindy and I, you, you know Cindy. I love her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, Cindy and I love to start every meal with. Yes. Champagne. Champagne. Yeah. Do, do you have a, a, a quick recommendation for a champagne if people wanted to get the party started for Thanksgiving? Just curious. Absolutely. So I'll give you two. Oh, good. <laughs> so a little bit of a splurge wine for champagne is one of my favorite grower producers called Jean Laurent. And he is third generation family owned grower in the Aub region in the Cote de Bar 
of champagne. And his Blanc de Blanc non-vintage is one of my absolute favorite champagnes. So it's $50, but it goes against Veuve Clicquot yellow label, like crushes it at that price point. And it's minerally and it's elegant, you know, that beautiful, delicate lemon, apple and uh, lime zest and really beautiful toast and brioche. It's my favorite wine for an aperitif. And how are the bubbles? Because you know me, I'm a bubble snob. It has very nice, fine, persistent mousse. Very, very pretty. Mousse. Yes. Mousse. <laughs> <laughs> like the mousse. It's non-vintage. You said non-vintage? It's a non-vintage. Okay. They also, right brute. now, it's brute. a brute. Okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We also have their 2005 vintage okay. that's a little more expensive at $100, but it's worth it. Yeah, <laughs> that's a big, a big full-bodied wine. It's gorgeous. Like me. <laughs> <laughs> and if you can't... If anybody ever sees a picture of me, you'll understand. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Um, and if you don't want to spend $50, yeah? I have a cooperative grower champagne called Charles Clement. Okay. And their brute tradition is only... $32 and it's gorgeous. And it's just really for a, light. an authentic champagne. For a true champagne from Champagne. They're one of the oldest cooperatives in Champagne. There's a lot of, uh, I'm not sure the number, but big group of growers that all work together. All of their farming is overseen by um, the cooperative to guarantee quality. And they are fantastic wines for the price. They're fresh and light and just really, really pretty. Yeah. Wow. Well, Elise, I know we talked about a, a number of wines. Just remind our listeners, what are the two that we actually tried here in the studio? So the first one is the 2014 Westmar from the Olman Vineyard. That's the small Garagy style winery in Russian River. And the second wine is the 2016 Carol Shelton Rocky Reserves Infidel. From? From Sonoma. From Sonoma. Very cool. Mm-hmm. And then, the of course, pile. we talked about Carol Shelton's uh, Viognier as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we dropped in the uh, the Barrique. The Barrique Chardonnay, Chardonnay, which is a sleeper for $29.99. That yeah. wine is such great quality. Okay. It really So what we try to do with our private label wines is really represent the best quality of a single varietal. And... At the best price. So. I've, ha- I've had the wine. It's, it's really good. It's I mean, really good. Really good. Mm-hmm. I don't know where you're getting the fruit from, nor can you say, because you always say that you guys <laughs> sign an NDA, but it's, it's I suspect that great... it's coming from a pretty high-end producer. It is. Under the winery's label, it would be an $80 Chardonnay, wow. 30 bucks from us. Yeah. It's, it's a pretty a good deal. deal. Yeah. yeah. And then just before I let you go, I'm just kind of curious, what do you think about Rieslings with Thanksgiving? Ah, I love First of all, I love Riesling all year round. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> really love Riesling. The great thing about Riesling is how diverse it is. Uh-huh. You can have that really bone-cracking, dry style going all the way to a little bit off-dry. I actually love an off-dry style for Thanksgiving. I do, too. Because you've got sweet yams yeah. and all these sweet you know, berries and things on your plate. And you want to wake up the palate a little bit. Yes, and that'll also complement, of course, the star, the bird. Right. So I love, I love that. I love to have Riesling, um, especially a cabinet style that's just a little bit off dry. Um, we have one from Von Heuvel, actually, from the Saar region that's spectacular. That's only $20. Wow. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's another one. Well, folks, you heard it here. This is a, We had some wonderful recommendations today from Elise Genderson, fourth generation at Schneiders of Capitol Hill, now 70 years old. And... Elise, I 
cannot tell you, my heart is singing having you here today with me. Thank you, Scott. This was and so much fun. I'm so honored to be here. Thank for, you. For those of you listening who know Elise, your dad would be so proud. And I know I am. Thank you so much. All right. Well, thank you very much for listening to another episode of The Vine Guy, a WTOP news podcast. Follow me on Twitter at The Vine Guy and catch my Wine of the Week segments on Fridays on WTOP and WTOP.com. Sarah Beth Hensley produced this episode. The music you heard is Wishful Thinking by Dan Leibowitz, available in the YouTube audio library. Until the next episode, do good, drink well. <laughs>